Hello sacred souls and welcome to My Sacred Return, the podcast. I'm Liz and I created this space to help you connect with experiences that let you know you're understood. Whether you're struggling to juggle the weights of the world, feel like childhood wounds are still holding you back or just want to peek into the life of someone doing the work, I'm pretty sure that I have something for you here. So let's talk. Hello my sacred souls and welcome back to another episode of my sacred return the podcast. If you're new here welcome I'm Liz and if you're returning thank you so much for being here with me again. This week we're going to be speaking about fake friends and fake friends and new friends and good friends and why we need friends and if we do need friends. Um, I wanted to speak about friends this week anyway, I was already planning on speaking about friends but then I received a DM on Twitter and it was about a blog post that I wrote in 2017 and I was leaving all the fugazi friends behind um, to step into the new year and in the DM she wrote that she appreciated my vulnerability which I'm so grateful for so thank you again and that um, she just wanted to know what my perspective was like on friends since then if it had changed and if I had any advice um, with my new kind of perspective on things or just where I am in this season of my life so I thought we'll base this episode then around that message and I looked back at the old blog post I read it again and then I was like okay from that I'm gonna speak on what I have learned in those past mm, five years um or where I am now and what has changed so first of all I will say that when I went back and I read that blog post it was a good thing that I actually got that message and I went back to read it because I forgot just how hmm, like I feel like at that point of my life my throat chakra was very healthy like it was because I wasn't biting my tongue and holding back the blog post I was very straight to the point like I was like this friend that posted me on this day they're fake and this friend who did this yeah they're fake so if they, those fake friends, ever read those blog posts, probably never, they would have known very, like, they would have known it was about them, and I did not care at all, and I think since then, if I didn't get sick, which I'll get into in a second, but, like, if I didn't get sick after that, then I probably still would have had that energy, but I would say that energy has changed a little bit, but looking at the blog posts, I'm like, I need to bring a little bit of that back, because, and I was already feeling in that energy this week anyway. So um, yeah, my vulnerability to be able to speak up for myself without trying to cover for people. I also appreciated it when I read it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that that was important. So that's changed since then. Um but this is how it all happened. So 2017, I wrote a blog post. I was leaving all the fake friends behind and I was going into 2018. At that point in 2017, the year started off and there was a death that I experienced. It hit me hard and it was like, it was just a really heavy, dark moment. Now, if you've heard my episode before about grief and impermanence you'll know that death is nothing new to me I've experienced deaths I think my first death I was about three years old and then since then I experienced death from probably about 11 or 12 and it was like every year someone close to me that I cared about um died or like two people it's it's been insane and then the past few years it's been like it hasn't been every year over the past few years. However, in one year, there will be a few deaths. Like this year already, my nan died, my cousin died, my aunt died. Like there's just, yeah. So I'm not new to death, but that death in that year was different because 
with that death, the relationship ended on a sour note and I'd never had experienced someone pass away before where it ended on a sour note. And so because of that, the way I was looking at friendship and family and things was different. And at that point in time, there were a few people around me that I decided to lean on. I am not the type of person who leans on people like even now knowing that I can I still it's not going to be the first thing I'm ever going to choose to do um because I've just had to be you know self-sufficient in a lot of ways and so that time I was like let me try and lean on people let me do this thing of like what people say you should do in friendship I let my friends lean on me whenever all the time so let me try and lean on people and I did and I attempted it and after a couple of months things went back not even a couple of months really but things went back to how they were you know I'm the strong friend my grief is just like yeah okay you over it now because I need you to help me with this and this and this so I was just like oh okay this is this these are the relationships that I have and then I quit my job and so at the time I was working in children's social services I'd been working in children's social services for like five plus years and I wanted to step into something lighter because at the time I felt like it was very heavy and triggering not being able to save all of the children if you know anything about children's social services like you don't get to social service in general you don't get to save everyone and I think it was really hard for me knowing that there's these children these babies that you know you're working your best around the clock to get something done and one person involved in that work environment doesn't take something seriously and the next thing you know you're you know you're logging onto the system and seeing deceased next to the child's name like that was rocking me to the core so I said you know what I'm gonna just take my writing seriously because I'd already been blogging I think I started blogging probably in mm, maybe 2009 or 10 like I was in school when I started blogging then on and off I would delete my blogs get another one delete them get another one I'd always been writing since I was like a little little girl and it was always a passion of mine but I just didn't think about taking it seriously as a career you know you say things about creativity or anything it's like you're not gonna do that like who who does that it's very rare that anyone gets successful as an author or anything so I used to take in all of that stuff and um I never took it seriously but on the side of my job for about a year I was was it a year probably for about a year I'd been um writing doing journalism freelance aside from my job and then I was like okay I'm gonna take this full-time I'm gonna take it seriously and so I decided to quit working in social services and then I decided to move over and work in the entertainment industry now once I made that shift I got into this whole music industry because that's what I was doing music journalism and then I saw another shift in my friendships because the friends that I thought were my friends that were left over because remember as I said 2017 I um went through a loss at the beginning of the year and then I had friends that I thought were close to me and then they just went back to the old patterns so I was already seeing them as who they were then there were other friends that I had that as soon as I got into this like when they started to know I was in the entertainment industry, because I didn't share everything the whole time, but once I started to share certain things, they'd see me at certain events, or they would see, like, you know, the company I was working for at the time, and things being posted, and they're like, oh my god, you really, like, work there, they, they turned into something else, and the craziest thing is, when you're working in any kind of industry but especially the music industry or the entertainment industry from the inside it is not the same as it is from the outside so I'm not saying it was like all bad all the time especially then like I loved it but the way that people are when they're outside of a thing it's like they forget that they know you and they start to become in the blog post I called them monkeys and um 
now because I just read that I can't get it out of my head I can't think of a word now to call it but it is that kind of like excited frantic don't know what to do with yourself and so I was having friends posting me who never ever ever posted any of my accomplishments all of a sudden they're posting things about me um like oh so proud they're doing this and I'm like they were saying things that I wasn't even doing or they were saying they're so proud of me because I literally like reviewed a project by an artist that they liked and it was like that's not even my biggest piece of work and that has nothing really to do with me because the work the project is nothing to do with me I just wrote about it and like it's nothing in depth it was nothing worth like jumping for joy about and I know it might sound ungrateful the way I'm saying it but honestly I think when you go through your friendships and you're in friendships and you're telling people like hey I just did this I'm so proud I'm so proud and it gets dismissed and then someone else sees you and it was happening a lot to me because I was in this music industry and a lot of the rappers like there's a lot of rappers and men so guys were hearing about it guys from my city and then they were going to girls who were my friends and like oh she works for them now and they were like yeah and then they're posting things and I'm like that's not even authentic to us like as our friendship you're showing me off And so I was seeing that happen and now that's not the first time that's happened in my life. It's happened in my life so much, especially being the virgin friend. Anyone who's listening who is the virgin friend, you'll know. It's like every year as you get older, it becomes more of this trophy to people who want to seek attention. To me, it's a long time. I want to get married and I want to have kids. It's not... I'm not ashamed of it, I'm proud of myself, but also it's like time is ticking, I'm not trying to make it to 40, so husband hurry up, whereas to a friend who, you know, is trying to impress this guy, or trying to portray this image of like, I'm a good girl, I'm the perfect friend to say, hey, come and hang out, and then all of a sudden guys are around, it's like, yeah, this is my friend, we're so close, she's a virgin, like, all of these things have been, oh, gosh this has followed me through life so with that being said I'm used to having fake friends right and I wasn't used to cutting them all off though I would cut off like one or two but I thought you can't cut everyone off 2017 showed me just cut them just cut them all so by the end of 2017 I wrote that blog post I'm done with fugazi friends cutting them all off now I went into 2018 thinking this is going to be my year, I'm in this new industry, I've got all these things coming for me, I'm writing for people across the world as well, I'm interviewing different people, yay life's great, I've got no more dead weight, Eh, wrong answer, I, (laughs) it didn't go like that. 2018 I had my psychotic break for the next three years, I was in and out of psychosis and that showed me more people's true colours, not just friends, also family, also people who didn't know me from absolutely anywhere, but in terms of friends, um, I had, you know, a few people pretending to care, um, and a few people who really did, and at first, I didn't know who was who, I just thought they all cared, um, even in my paranoia, I thought like, oh, okay, I think my friends care about me because look at me, look at the state that I'm in and they still want to speak to me. And so I was so grateful. And when I look at it, even thinking about it now, actually, when I look back at myself in the past, I do feel sorry for myself in the sense of like the way that I just would clutch onto breadcrumbs and be like so grateful. It was kind of like, you know, like Oliver Twist is like more, more. I was like so grateful for the little tiny things. It was like, oh my God, yay, great. And it's like people were giving me literally the dirt off their shoes. And I'm so grateful because I'm like, oh my God, I'm not deserving. And now I'm looking at it like, wait, hold on. Not deserving, why? So yeah, it's, it's a mind trip when I think about it. But basically, um, 2018 my perspective again on friends it was starting to change but I I guess I was still quite sick at the time so I was noticing that the people around me um 
were showing up like they cared and I was just so grateful for it but by the end of the year and going into 2019 I started to become more aware of like the fact that things were just the same as they'd always been people would just pretend like to to care about me most of them would but it would be the same thing of oh I'm calling you to check in on you oh yeah you know I'm really struggling right now well girl guess what the drama about this person that person this and this and this and that like it was the same stuff but because I was so out of it and I was like heavily medicated I didn't really understand so when 2018 the end of 2018 and the beginning of 2019 where I was like trying to come off medication then I really saw, like, I saw a big, uh, what was with the word? I don't know, I just got this big, like, epiphany of, like, this is weird. Then again, I was back on my medication, and then by the end of 2019, coming into 2020, I was pulling myself off medication again, and then I was having the courage to actually be like, no, these friendships are not genuine, they're not real. I can't be the strong friend if I'm sick. So the fact that my position in friendships couldn't be tailored, like it's one thing to be, okay, you're the strong friend. You know, every friend has a different kind of strength. So say you're the friend who maybe can give good advice. Another friend may be the better driver. Another friend may be the better cook. Like, okay, but then if the cook is not able to, then the other ones are gonna come together and gonna cook something, right? For the cook, if they're sick, for me I was noticing that in friendships it wasn't like that it was like okay yeah you're sick but I still need advice so give it to me on your deathbed it felt like I was on my deathbed because I was spiritually dying um so I just realized how I was not valued moving forward and I would love to say that it has just been smooth sailing since understanding that but it has still been very rough. So I noticed that as I was breaking free of these relationships, it was like they were falling like dominoes. Friends were falling left and right. And I was just thinking, am I the drama? Like, is it my fault that everyone's going? Um, And I have to cut off everyone. Like, am I weak for not being able to be this strong friend for everyone or not wanting to be the strong friend anymore? Am I weak for wanting people to, you know, reciprocate the energy that I'm giving to them? Is is it me? Like, is there something wrong with me? Am I broken? Like, I was just internalizing it. And I think that's something that I'd always done and something that still worked through. I have to constantly work through it because my first thing to do is to internalize things that's just been my disposition in life so um I started doing like a lot of deep 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 inner child work and again if you've been following me from blogging from years and years ago it's not new that I'm doing this but what I realized when I came on the other side of that sickness is that I've been through so many things that I have absorbed and swallowed and not spoken about that I don't even know how deep some of these wounds that I have are and so it's going to be a constant journey of the same kind of thing going over again of unpacking, finding my feet, understanding something, moving forward and then only moving forward in different situations will something else arise, do you know what I mean, like you won't know everything, you can sit and do the deepest darkest shadow work ever but there are some things that are so deeply embedded, like so repressed that you don't even know they're there and so friendships really um, awakened me to many different kind of wounds and so what I noticed is that they will always my wounds will show up in these relationships so instead of looking at the people that came in and out of my life as like oh my god I'm failing I just realized that every person every friend that comes in and out of my life is just another opportunity for me to grow and so from changing my perspective in that sense I've been able to kind of look at it a little bit differently I still think friendship is important. So I'm saying all of this and I know it's probably like, oh God, I might as well just not have friends now because it clearly doesn't work. No, friendship does work. I do have friends. I have a few friends that I can say are genuinely my friends, genuinely care about me. Do we speak all the time? No. Do we speak about everything? No. 
Do I run to them when I'm feeling sad? Sometimes, mainly not though. But I've built relationships with people who are on my level and I'm also okay if I need to let them go. Which before I didn't have that kind of energy. It was like only when they'd pushed me all the way to the end, then I was like, okay, I have to cut this off. But now when I'm in my friendships and my relationships, I'm like, we're going to have this mutual respect and mutual understanding with each other that this is the kind of friendship that I need. This is the kind of friendship you need. And as long as we can give that to each other, we'll be friends, right? If there comes a time that we cannot give that to each other anymore, then we don't need to be friends. It doesn't mean the love has to be lost, but it's better that we decide to part ways then than we let things continue into something else. So that's the way my mindset started to change at the end of like me being sick in terms of how I thought about friends in 2017 where I was just like, I've cut them off, I'm free, yay! To understanding that it's going to be a constant cycle. People are going to come in and out of your life and, you know, you're going to want to have these relationships with people but some of them are only for a moment and you have to be able to accept that. And when you accept things, it makes it easier for the the process and the natural flow of life to, to continue when you block it and you're like, no, you're resisting against it, that's when you get burnt. Because our intuition will tell us about our friends. Our intuition will tell us like, mm, that's not your friend. Mm, but it's like your friend. You know, there'll be moments in life where your friends are supposed to show up. And it's not in a sense of like they owe you anything. But there'll just be moments in life where, say it's your birthday or say you've just given birth or you know you just got engaged do you know these pivotal moments where you'll tell your friends about them or your friends will know like they should know your birthday is coming up at least know the months I know everyone's not great with dates but at least know the months or know like okay you're this sign so if it's Pisces season your birthday is coming up what day is it again like it's no qualms to say to someone I forgot what day your birthday is I'm not good with dates but I know it's in this month what day is it again right? People who just watch things go by, who don't clap for you, who don't support you, are they your friends? No, they're not. I'm not even leaving you long enough to even think about that. They're not your friends, you know? And I've had people try to tell me so many different ways and excuses as to how they can still be your friend whilst ignoring important things to you. You can be an associate, you can like someone and especially with this world now where everything is so like social media based, you can like someone, you can be a supporter of them in the Instagram follower sense of things, you like a few posts here and there, you respond to a few stories here and there when you see it and you keep it going. That's social media acquaintance level, that's not the same as friends, you might call them your insta friends, your insta family, but that's not the same as a friendship with someone who's got your phone number, who will call you if you're sick, who you should be able to call if they're sick, um, who you could go to their house and you have a relationship with, that's different, so yeah, if their birthday comes along and you're seeing them posting pictures on social media and just scrolling past and you don't text your friend and wish them a happy birthday, they're not your friend. If you're seeing them achieving things and people are clapping for them and you're sitting thinking, oh, why are they clapping for them? It's not your friend. Like, stop holding on to people because you want to be associated or because you don't want to look like the bad guy to say, do you know what, actually, mm, I don't know what it is, but I don't really feel like being friends anymore you can say that, you can grow apart, people grow apart all the time and I think one of the biggest problems when it comes to friendship nowadays is that people aren't being honest, people aren't saying, do you know what, I don't really like you, they're pushing themselves in environments where they are rubbing against people that they don't like and watching them do things and they're just getting more of a distasteful taste in their mouth and I've felt like this before with people that like, ugh, like, I don't want to speak to them anymore. They just give me bad vibes. They give me bad vibes. And I ignored it and ignored it and ignored it until something blew up in my face. And I'm like, see, it didn't need to get here. But because I kept ignoring it, the same way that I was feeling bad vibes from them, they were clearly feeling a vibe from me too. 
And so that's, in the end, it ended up exploding, you know? It's not even about right or wrong. It's not even about, like, them being wrong and me being right. Like, it's about energy. Even if there is one person who does something foul at a point, sometimes, long before that, it's just the energies. They just don't match with each other, and that's okay. Everyone's path is different. Everyone's, you know, purpose is different. When you come to look for like a romantic partner, it's going to be someone that you should have your purpose aligned. The same with friendships, you should have things aligned. Now, you don't have to have everything in common. You don't have to have the same career path, but your morals, foundations, certain things, they should be aligned. You should be able to know, okay, we stand for this kind of thing. We don't stand for that because if you don't have those things aligned, then what happens when you are faced with a situation? Like I'll give an example. I remember when George Floyd passed away, passed away is a nice way of saying it, was murdered. And I remember just seeing so many different things going around about race. And at that point, I was able to see a lot of different friends and people that I had around me and also my Instagram associates differently because of the way that we were all perceiving things. Now, everyone's allowed to have a different opinion. And I think this is an important thing to remember when it comes to friendships because they don't have to be an awful person because they don't share the same opinion as you. They just might not have space in your life anymore in an intimate relationship because of that opinion. That's okay. So like I saw people where I was like, I like you, you're cool, but your stance on that, mm, you couldn't be around me in like my family I wouldn't want you to come into my house. I wouldn't want you to sit around my kids and my husband and possibly let something like that come out of your mouth. Do you see where I'm coming from? So it was like, yeah, we need to change this relationship. Mm, Maybe you could be unfollowed. Mm, Maybe we're going to have some distance. Maybe I don't want to see that. Maybe I don't want to... But it doesn't mean I think you're an awful person. It doesn't mean if I see you, like, I couldn't say hello. It just means that I don't like what you stand for and... I would think that if someone is on the other side of that then and I'm in the opposing side of saying things, they should also feel that same way about me. Like I don't like their point of view because we're both literally opposing each other and the same with morals. If your morals are one way and someone else's are another way and they are at odds, then that's something where you know, hmm, where these morals are in my life, the importance of them that person can't be in these spaces, they can't share these moments, they can't be around these people, whether it's my family or whatever, because it's a certain type of way, that's why people have always said that you've got friends you go out with, and then you've got friends you do this with, and you've got friends you do that with, because people compartmentalise in different things, but I think the way I look at friendship is that I don't see myself as having friends to just go out with. Like the way I take friendship, and again, everyone's different, but the way I take friendship is my friends, they're people that any time of day, of night, I should be able to be proud to say that's my friend and not have to put my head down and not have to feel like, "Mm," and not have someone come at me and say, but they think this. And I'm like, yeah, but they're my friend. Like I should be comfortable to say that. Even if they say things that may not be, you know, things I would say but if I know that their morals and their foundation is solid and they're just maybe you know they curse crazy like I used to have such a party mouth so I'm not looking at people who curse as like ugh. do you know what I mean I might be like I don't want to hear it too much because it's too much for me like I can't be bothered but if you're out there living your life and you're just cursing 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 and someone comes to me like uh she's got no sense because she's always cursing I'm gonna be like pause that's my friend, she does have sense, she just likes to curse, like, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be a thing of, like, um, uh, yak, when it comes to my morals and my foundation, that's not one of those things, that's a personal thing for me, like, what I don't want in my intimate surroundings, but, like, racism, uh, it's a make or break, you know, you need to know what's your make or break, so I think since then, I've just been able to look at relationships differently, and be okay with letting people go and saying, uh, do you know what, this is, this is it isn't it we've come to the end of the road yes you're a lovely person I think you're so nice but you don't stand for what I stand for and that's okay now this is the the general side of things the sweetest side of things where majority of the people that I have since 2017 
let go of out of my life majority of them have been that it's like nothing too deep it's just uh yeah I don't feel like we're aligned I feel like our energies are a bit weird um together so keep it pushing now of course there have been the ones where I'm like this is really toxic this is abusive this is crazy like I can't be your friend ever I don't even want to see you and say hello there have been those and in those situations they are actually very indicative of me not being okay with letting go and for different reasons and to be fair I think all of them have been because of longevity and this is one thing that I will say when it comes to friendships it's about the quality of the friendship not about how long you've known them and so I had so many people around in life where I was like I've known them for so long so oh I put up with it it's only now and again they don't always call me they don't always have drama they don't always blah 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 but then every time I'd see them ringing my phone or every time I'd get a message my first thought was ugh if that's how you feel every time someone contacts you pull back you're not supposed to be speaking to them because you shouldn't feel like that every time someone's speaking to you I know this world is like big and everyone's important but at the end of the day you have to remember all of this this experience it's short you don't know how much time you have left do you want to waste it every day feeling like ugh because someone's contacting you that you don't want to talk to or do you want to live your life feeling light and free and having to let go of people just let them go like at the end of the day as important as friendship is and I think it is so important to have friends um healthy friendship is what's important not unhealthy friendship a lot of people are in unhealthy relationships and they're just sticking with it because it looks a certain way I will tell you I am the first person who didn't want to look like I couldn't hold a friend I didn't want to look like the person that always falls out with friends and so do you know what I did I held on to people who didn't treat me nice people that didn't like me and I didn't like over time why because I didn't want to look like the person who couldn't hold friends there's this whole stigma especially if you're a woman like there's this whole stigma of like uh she can't keep friends what does that say about her uh do you know what what I've come to realize it might say she's got boundaries and she's not got time to waste because life is short that's what I actually think now before I used to be like oh yeah maybe maybe knowing I'm sitting there thinking if I cut off everyone who wasn't healthy for me I wouldn't have any friends either and I'd be who you're talking about but instead I'll just sit here silently and just let you continue to talk about that and yay (laughs) no actually it's not it's bogus yes there are some people who cause issues um and cause a lot of issues and sometimes we are those people causing issues like for example the way I live my life as time goes on I get more disciplined I get more spiritual I become more detached from worldly things in a sense to many of the people that I've been friends with in the past I would also be toxic to them because let me give a backstory I used to have very bad habits growing up so like when I was a teenager I was very suicidal I was always harming myself I was always drinking I was always taking like pain medications and I used to smoke cigarettes all day every day drink alcohol go to school drunk um I never wanted to be like that forever so now look at me right that's me as a teenager that's me 14 15 16 I'm 28 now I do not drink alcohol at all and I will never drink alcohol again I do not smoke at all and I will never smoke again that that firmness in never doing it again rubs people the wrong way because the people who were friends with me back then we all were doing the same kind of thing and everyone doesn't want to quit it and they don't have to it's their own life but now me on the other side it's like oh she thinks she's too nice oh who does she think she is oh my god it's the fun police like and even back then I still would have that kind of I'm still the mom of the friends right so I would still be like oh maybe you should stop drinking now because you're being sick even in my drunk state I'd be drunk and I'm like oh wait hold on you've been sick hold on let me clean up the sick I'd be drunk cleaning up people's sick for them and looking after them I was like that kind of friend I always knew that I didn't want to live my life like that forever I always knew that I didn't even want to be there in the first place I saw when I pictured my future 
it was weird because although I didn't think I was going to even make it to 28, let's be honest, I didn't think I was going to make it to 28. Um, I always saw myself in the future of being like living a more holistic lifestyle. You know, I wanted to be vegan one day, although I didn't know I was going to be able to give up oysters and I still can't believe I gave up oysters. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, when I just speak about it, it makes me emotional. But, you know, seven years and counting. But, um, yeah, I saw a holistic lifestyle. I saw myself as that woman that, like, gives birth at home, homeschools her children, like, grows fruit and vegetables and, you know, doesn't smoke and it's not swearing and all of these things. And I just saw the end goal. And so, at first, I thought, okay, when I find a husband, when I you know, get pregnant with my first child, then I'll quit these things. But then I got to a point in my healing where I was like, no, I need to do these things for me. I need to quit these things for me. Why am I not as important as my husband and my children to, to give myself the me that I see for my future? Like if I see the highest version of myself as that woman that I envisioned for my husband and my kids, what makes me so worthless that I can't be her for me first before I meet my husband and have my children? And so that's what I decided. And then since I decided that, the way that I've just lived my life has changed. And so because of that, it keeps changing because there's more things that I learn. My relationship with God changes all the time. I'm growing and figuring me out and it looks like letting go of all these old things attached to me which to those people who were my friends during those periods of time it means I'm letting go of them and because I'm saying I don't want that anymore or that's not the version of me that I see as my highest self then to them it's like so she's basically saying that we're nothing and it isn't as simple as that because I'm not saying that they're nothing at all I think they deserve to live their life and I know that there are people who live their life like that and they're amazing and they're doing amazing things and I look at them and I think you're doing great you know I think the difference is that someone who is confident and comfortable in themselves is not going to be triggered by how someone else lives their life separate to them if it's not crossed over so for example if I'm not saying to you you can't drink like I will I've got friends who drink alcohol I've got friends who eat meat it doesn't bother me I'm not one of those vegans who's like don't eat meat the only thing that bothers me is like seeing my family eating pork because I'm like why why are you eating pig but that's I've always been like that. They've always known it. And if they wanted to stop speaking to me because of that, because they thought it was toxic, then they can. They have every right to because, yeah, maybe I should mind my business. But also, I don't like, I don't want you to eat pig. So that's, again, that's a toxic thing for me. For anyone who likes to eat pork, my stance on it, I'm toxic to you because I'm basically telling you that something that you do, I find disgusting. So don't speak to me, um... And it's the same way for other people. If someone says, or oh, all vegans, I can't stand them. Don't speak to me then. I'm not going to speak to you because you can't stand me. You know, things as simple as that. But if it's like, okay, you drink, you smoke, you do this. I don't. I do this. I do other things. But I like you. You like me. We can be friends. But if the fact that I don't do the same thing as you rubs you the wrong way, if you're constantly saying to me, "Just have a drink," you're not gonna just have a little piece of meat. Don't you want to have some again? Like now is a problem. Now you're toxic for me because you're trying to make me do something that I don't believe is good for me. And so it's not saying that it's not good for you. I'm saying for me, I don't think it's good for me. And so when it comes to friendships, I have to look at friendships like do you want what's best for me? Because when I'm going into friendships, I want what's best for my friend, even if that means I have to be out of their life. I've had friends in this period of time, it's not like I've cut off every single one of my friends. In this period of time, I have cut off most of them, but one of my friends cut me off and I don't know why, but I'm not like, oh, you're the worst person in the world. Clearly, it was to protect her peace. Whatever it was about me that she didn't like, she cut me off to protect her peace. Great, like live your life and be happy. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're the worst person in the world. Did it hurt? Yeah, because I was so confused. 
but ultimately I want the best for her and actually there was another uh, I don't know if I'd call them a friend I don't know what I would call him but um there was someone else who the friendship sizzled out in a, a very strange way and although in the end I found out that it really wasn't my fault um it was things that they had done at first again it hurt because I was like oh my god like what you know like have I done something etc but then I remembered if this is what's the best for them then that's all you want as a friend for someone is to live their best life and if you're supposed to come full circle you will come full circle and if not it's okay (laughs) it's okay what I would say to anyone when it comes to friendships and releasing and whatever we're doing with friendships, ask yourself this, if that person was to die tomorrow, would I have peace within knowing I did everything I did or could do to be the best friend for them and it just wasn't enough? to make that relationship work ask yourself because if you can understand that you've done everything in your power to try and meet their needs and it's got to a point where it's just bringing you down it's heavy on you and there's you don't know what to do anymore at this point then it's a sign that you need to leave the relationship alone even if you think you're helping them like if they're making it clear that you're not, leave them alone because they need to figure it out in a different way and maybe you're blocking their blessings. God always wants to reach us and sometimes we are the ones getting in the way of how God reaches one of, you know, our friends, for example, because we're trying to fix everything for them and they don't want it to be fixed because there's something different for them there's a different path for them the way they figure things out is not by you fixing it it's by them fixing it and the way they fix it is if you get out of the way and let God speak to them understand that it's a loving thing to let people go in friendships understand that death is you know promised to all of us and so if the reasons why you're not letting go of a friend is because you're thinking if something bad was to happen to them I wouldn't be able to live with myself then you need to figure out how to live with yourself before you make the decision to go no contact it doesn't mean like don't make the decision it means figure out how to do it and of course some people are going to be like no I just couldn't bear it I couldn't bear it and I would say then you should definitely start working through how you feel about grief because death is a promise to all of us and it's we can't go through life holding on to you know not being able to say something or having regrets the best way for us to deal with grief is to love people the best we can while they're here but some relationships end on earth long before the person transitions long before you die long before they die and that's okay you know, some people are supposed to only be in your life for two years, some people are supposed to be in life for 20 years, and then they're not supposed to be in the life for the next 40, does it mean that the relationship was worthless, no, because everything teaches us something, but if our peace is at jeopardy, then it's time to cut ties, and so you have to really sit down with yourself and be like, would I be okay if the friendship, if the person passed away, sorry, knowing that I did everything that I could to make this friendship work. If you could, if you you can say like, yeah, that's what I did, then okay, you can let it go, go no contact and just practice moving forward. If you can't, then start working on grief, how you feel about grief. If you feel like you need closure, I can assure you, you don't. Closure is a myth. It's a myth, kind of. It's a myth in the sense of it don't come from anyone else. It's not gonna come from someone giving you a nice conversation of this is why I did that and you know even when someone comes and does that that's not necessarily closure you might get this feeling of like oh it feels like you know it's nice but then if five or ten years down the line you're living your life doing what you're doing you think "Mm, actually that doesn't even make sense anymore now you're stuck again so it's about really releasing on your own accord and if you need a meditation I have an episode a closed episode has a guided meditation so you can go and listen to that and it gives you a whole experience of being able to say what you need to get off your chest to whoever it is that's harmed you without contact without physical contact it's a whole experience meditative one meditative uh, <laughs> a meditative practice so you can do that 
Um, what else would I say? Forgiveness. Forgiveness is key. I also have an episode on that. Forgiveness is key. When it comes to these relationships, forgive the person and forgive yourself. Whether they're the one who's harmed you, whether you're the one that's harmed them, you have to forgive them and forgive yourself. God forgives us all. We're already forgiven, right? If we've changed our ways, if we've been remorseful and we've changed our ways, we're already forgiven. But what we need to do is to be able to forgive ourselves. We're not perfect. We're not going to be the best friend, the best sister, the best brother, the best wife and husband and child and parent. We're not going to be the best 24-7. We might be the best in some points of time, but not 24-7. And so you will make mistakes and other people will make mistakes. And it's not even realistic to hold ourselves to these standards of perfectionism that no one can make a mistake however if your mistake causes someone to feel like their boundaries have been crossed then they have every right to protect their peace from you and vice versa but does that mean you should punish yourself for the rest of your life no it doesn't and this is something I used to struggle with because before I used to think yeah you've done me wrong so don't be smiling like why are you living your best life after you've done me wrong but that was because I never made peace with closure because I was holding on to this myth of like they're gonna come back and say something what for why do I need someone to come back and say something if they've done something that disrespected me and my boundaries why would I wait? And this is where we give our power away. You know, when it comes to friendships, we give our power away because we're like, look, this person's been my friend and they've done this thing to us, but now they've gone and I just need them to explain why they did it so that it validates to me that I'm worthy. Doesn't that sound mad? Isn't that mad? Isn't it? Like I, um, I didn't even put it on TikTok. I was going to post it. I'll probably post it tomorrow, today. I don't know. Anyway, ignore that. But, um, I was writing this caption on a post that I was making on TikTok and I was like giving this example of imagine someone came over to you and they ran over your leg, broke it. So you're lying in the road and your leg has been broken. Now you have two hours to get to the hospital or else your leg is never going to work again. They're not going to be able to fix it. They're going to need to amputate it, never work again. And now imagine you say, okay, I'm just going to wait for the person who ran me over and broke my leg to come back and give me permission to go to the hospital. Mm, Now, imagine they don't come back. Not only are you going to be mad at them for running you over and breaking your leg, but you're also going to be mad at yourself because instead of getting up or getting some help and going to the hospital in those two hours and making sure your leg was addressed, you stayed there and now you had to get your leg amputated and you can't use it again. And that example is like, I like to use examples where it makes people think about something that seems like, of course I would do that because emotionally, these are the things we're doing to ourselves and emotions are much deeper than physical wounds. You think someone breaking your leg is a deep thing. The emotional prison you put yourself in is way deeper. So you're sitting waiting for someone to give you permission to heal. That's what you're doing when you're waiting for someone to give you closure. Sitting and giving them permission to tell you like, okay, you're worthy now because I've decided. Isn't It don't work like that. You're worthy because you're worthy, period, point blank. It has nothing to do with external people. So when it comes to these friendships and things, you just have to look at it and be like, okay, I loved them or I still loved them. It worked when it worked and it didn't when it didn't. But when I realised that it didn't, I let it go. A lot of the time when we're struggling with dealing with fake friends, it's because we're actually struggling with what we're doing to ourselves. We had the signs, the situation has come to pass, and we're still sitting there in mental prison over what has happened to us. At that point, it's no longer about them. It's about us. We're doing it to ourselves. People hurt us, and it's a moment in time, really. They can do something sneaky behind our back, but we only find out about it the first time once. If you've got a friend and say they had an affair with your partner for a year prior, if you're sitting there thinking about when did it start and then was it on this night? Oh my God, what about that night? Was it this night? Oh my God, when he texted me, was it this? Like you are killing yourself inside. You don't need to know all of that. All you need to know is that he cheated on you with your best friend and that's a no-no. 
the relationship's done, it sucks, you'll be sad, you'll feel the emotions, allow yourself to feel sad and feel the emotions, but every time you find yourself trying to piece together another part of the puzzle, pause, tell yourself we're not doing this, and go to one of your grounding techniques, whether it's journaling, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's listening to some music, dancing, getting in your body, doing some exercise, like, we can't keep sitting around holding on to these failed friendships and feeling like we're the worst people in the world because we can't hold a friend or everyone's so evil to us because they've done something to us. The truth is people make mistakes and some people choose to live a life where they don't care about anyone else's feelings, where they will hurt people and they don't care. They'll have to face that at whatever point it is in their existence, whether it is publicly whether it's behind closed doors they'll have to face it and no one gets out of life without having to face the things that they've done but we don't get to be front row all the time and we don't need to be and if you're sitting there wanting to be front row at someone who's done something to you because revenge give your head a wobble that's not even of good nature so how can you be an amazing person if you're sitting there waiting for someone to get revenge you know it's like check yourself And again, I speak from experience, trust me, I've had time where I've held grudges and I so badly thought, just kick rocks. And now I'm like, "Mm." I think even in that blog post, I was like, fake friends, kick rocks. And now I'm like, "Mm, that's not really a nice thing to say. Mm." I wouldn't say it again now, but that is where I was at at that point in time. And so I had to check myself and move forward accordingly and understand like, yeah, okay, so just because someone's being toxic to you, do you need to meet them where they're at? Because now you're toxic too. But also, you can be living a healthy lifestyle and it can still be toxic to someone else's situation because it goes against what's natural for them or they feel is healthy for them. So it's like, the life I think is healthy for me is the life I'm living now and the life that I'm building on. The life someone else feels is healthy for them is the life they're living now and the life they're building on. Now, they don't have to look anything like each other for them to be healthy for both of us. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to be haters. We don't have to be friends though. So that's my, this whole spiel, this whole episode, like that's my, where I am with friendships now and fake friends from the past. And friends have done me dirty since that blog, since 2017. Friends have done me dirtier than those things I was explaining there like literally like my life in danger friends have done me dirty and I still don't hate them I don't want to be their friends ever again but it's like people make mistakes you know and the same way that I think you're toxic for me then I'm toxic for you because I'm going against the life that you're living you're going against the life I'm living so it's best we leave each other alone and if we don't leave each other alone and if you don't leave someone alone and they're hurting you and you're thinking I'm alone and they're fake eventually you're going to be forced to and it's going to be real 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 rough like if you think about the things that are happening now that are making you feel like away when it comes to friendship yeah if you don't leave now you can't even imagine how rough it could get but you'd be surprised some people you would think they would never do a thing and they absolutely would do a thing sometimes in their conscious mind and sometimes people are just in a dark space and they make decisions that aren't out of their true authentic character most people are living this life not in touch with their authenticity because this world doesn't shape us to do that and how many people have grown up in dysfunctional families most of the people that listen to this so if anyone can understand that it should be us right it don't just work one way for us and another way for another. It's not that we're just these victims all the time and everyone else is these villains. Like, yeah, people can harm us, but even still in that state, it's like, how long do we stay? If someone harms us one time, at the seventh time, like, is our cry really about them or is it about us too? Because why are we still hurting ourselves? So yeah, that's my that's my stance now when it comes to friends, all of that that I've said is just like where I am with friends, with fake friends by the way. I have amazing friends in my life now. I have friends who 
I've known for a very long time who have been my friends consistently throughout all of this and our friendships only got stronger and then I've had new friends come into my life who are just absolutely amazing and I am so grateful for the space that was made by releasing the old friends to have these friends in my life and to be able to see them and value them and appreciate them like I'm blessed truly. I think friendship is important, I think community is important and I remember getting to a point where I was like if I was to get married and bridesmaids and godparents for my children and stuff I wouldn't have anyone and I had friends in my life at that time but I just knew I would never put them in that position because I didn't trust them to so then I was like okay I gotta release these people because it's not even fair on them being in my life and me knowing at some point I'm not gonna want you around so now the friends I have in my life I'm spoiled for choice I'm like I got bridesmaids I'm like who's gonna be the godmother it's like oh my god I need to have this many children so all of them can be like a godmother to another kid like I'm spoiled for choice now but it didn't just come out of thin air so I'll leave it on this note open yourself up to meeting new friends I know people love to say no new friends no new friends and if you've got great friends and you know you're at the full capacity then okay But if you are someone who is struggling with fake friends and, you know, you feel like you're giving up, open yourself up to more. There are good friends out there. You're going to meet them in different spaces. A lot of the friends that you probably have had to this point are people that you probably met at school or college or all these different places where you don't really get to choose in the same sense as you do now from your adult mind, like in this fully functioning adult mind, in a position where you're like, that's not for me. Once you're able to know something isn't for you, you're also able to figure out what is for you. And once you figure out what's for you, don't stop until you find it. The kind of friend that you see for yourself in your head exists, they do. Put yourself in the spaces to meet them, but don't put yourself in the spaces with this kind of like control of like I'm trying to micromanage just think of the things you want to do what are the things that you want to do that maybe your friends that you had in the past weren't into go and do those activities look for them go and find the groups and you know start a hobby or use social media and I don't mean just like see someone that you like on social media follow their page and then like message them hoping that they'll respond to you but I mean Put yourself out there on social media, whether it's starting a YouTube channel, a podcast, you know, TikTok, um, Instagram, show your personality. What do you want to see? Stop thinking about the people of the past. It doesn't matter if they're watching. It does not matter if they're watching because at the end of the day, if someone who doesn't like you is watching you, I mean, live your life, start a platform or something online and show your personality, what is it that you're into, do you make playlists, do you cook really well, do you do hair, do whatever and as you're doing that you will start to see people who are like-minded gravitate to you, what do you like to do in your spare time, do you like to read, do you like to write, just start building the things up for you and the friends will come, you'll cross paths, there are different things all the time, there are like courses or like online um programs for like six weeks eight weeks 12 weeks where it will have different people involved do them travel get outside go and travel go solo traveling or go to a group travel go to one of the events like if you are on this podcast then you have access to a device which means you have access to the internet because you have to at least download this from the internet to be able to listen to it so that means you can go on Google or whatever search engine you use and you can find what's going on in my area or what's going on in a different area. Maybe you don't like your city, you don't like where you're from. Okay, so every month go somewhere else. Even if it's just getting one train and going somewhere for the day, you never know who you could meet in a coffee shop. You never know what can happen. Open your mind up to just getting out there and meeting people and talking to people, talking to strangers and exploring yourself and the friends will come. Don't give up and don't paint everyone with the same brush as the past. I know it's easier said than done, but go into relationships and be trusting. Let people show you that you can't trust them rather than going into things holding back.
from giving you trust because if you go into relationships and you're just like oh I'm not going to trust anyone and then you know you're just waiting for something bad to happen you're not actually even letting them in so they'll know that your guard is up and they'll feel that so they'll only give you pieces of themselves anyway you see where I'm coming from so it's like go into things full trust at the end of the day you've been hurt before so you know you can bounce back so what's the worst that can happen you know go into things trusting experience things make friends if they don't end up being you know your best friend for the rest of your life that's okay enjoy the experience learn what you need to learn treat every person as like they're gonna either help you raise your standards in one of two ways they're either gonna show you something new out of life that you're like I want more of this or they're gonna show you what you don't want either way you win because you get to raise your standards because you get to define what you want like fine-tune it so um yeah this has been like literally I don't even remember half of the things I've been saying but I hope I hope you get all different sides of my perspectives on where I am right now when it comes to friends I'm so open to making new friends I am I'm open to making new friends but I'm also doing it in a way where I'm not trying to make friends with everyone as the strong friend I'm a counsellor I coach I guide if you want the strong friend version of me you can get my services and you can pay for them as a client and we'll do that if you're already my friend of course that doesn't apply but like new people coming into my life before I used to let new people come into my life and think oh feel sorry for them and just give 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 whereas really now I'm looking at it they should have just been clients and paying for the service but my people pleaser tendencies always would take the lead in relationships and as I said friendships since 2017 have been crazy and a lot of them that were crazy and a lot of the things was because of that me overcompensating being a people pleaser letting people be friends and in my home and have access to my personal space and everything when they should never have been in that position not to say I don't love my clients I do but you don't know everyone and especially when you're doing this type of work everyone has different wounds and it's very easy for people when someone is helping them through a wound to get enmeshed with them and I don't want anyone to be enmeshed with me and so the boundaries need to be clear and so that's one thing I've changed because you have to be kept you don't know everyone right so Yes, there are people who can become stalkers, trust me. There are people that, yeah, try and take your whole life and identity. And, you know, yeah, there are people out there like that, but it's not the majority. However, they exist, so know what you're doing. Know that when you're being friends with people, it's not because you're like, oh my God, I need to save them, I need to help them. Mm. It should be like, oh my God, they're cool. They think I'm cool. Yay, we'll have a great experience. That's what it should be like. When it comes to helping your friends and helping people, you can help someone without them being your friend. They don't have to be your friend. So help people in a healthy way, you know. Um, help, Help anyone that you feel like you can help. If you don't feel like you can help, don't. But don't build a friendship after that whole dynamic of you being the one to help someone who's struggling. And then now... They're like, oh my God, yeah, I can come to you about anything because your time, your energy is currency. You're going to get spent, right? If you are a strong friend like me, maybe look into becoming a counsellor or a coach or a therapist. But I would say first, work on your energetic health and your boundaries and your hygiene, like energetically. Um, get some tools first before going into that. That's what my therapist who told me to get into counselling actually suggested to me was like make sure you work on you know yourself first and I'm so grateful she said that and I'm still even in it I'm still continuing to work on those things always work on those things they're so important some of the things that you're going to hear if you work in this industry is like it, it will be triggering but it will also be fulfilling if you do it with boundaries and it's healthy However, I'm not telling everyone to get into that. Um, But if you just want to find friends, like find friends that make you feel like they're cool, I'm cool, we'll have fun together. That's what it should be about at first. Like they're cool, I'm cool, we'll have fun together. We align, morals align, foundations align. You know, I'm not 
in any religious faith but I do see that people who are religious like I see it a lot online I see a lot of um, Christians and a lot of Muslims online where they you know go and meet each other and they are in different kind of um, forums and then they go and do different kind of activities together they're building relationships now if I was in a religious faith I would be seeking friends in my faith too because you already know you have similar foundations still it wouldn't be everyone but you know you'd have things in common so just put yourself in them spaces if you are religious then go and look for friends that share that same kind of background as well um if you want friends from the same culture as you like look for it at the end of the day yeah this world isn't all about segregation you know it's about being open-minded to the fact that there are plenty of people here that exist but they don't always have to be your friends there are people who live very healthy lives who are only friends with people like on an intimate level of their community their faith their background and there's nothing wrong with it so yeah don't beat yourself up about it you might get it right every day from now moving forward and you might get it wrong half of the time it's all right who's judging the worst judge of ourselves is us so leave yourself alone (laughs) um and yeah that's it because I've been talking forever but I hope this episode gives people an insight into where I'm at with friends I hope it's been beneficial and yeah that's me I'll be back next week with another episode well I think next week also has a bonus episode so fingers crossed I have one episode that I want to do um hopefully we get to do that with a guest fingers crossed and also I have an episode I'm going to be speaking about divorcing your parents next week too so stay tuned for that if you like the episode or the podcast or anything please 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 rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify and tell a friend share it around with them And yeah, stay tuned for more episodes. I love you all. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Until next time. Thank you for joining me for an episode of My Sacred Return, the podcast. I hope this space made you feel comfortable and that you'll return next week. If you feel called to, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. You can keep up with me on Instagram at mysacredreturn and the rest of my social media links will be in the description box. See you next time, sacred souls.